This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we'll talk highlights from The Rising of the Shield Hero Season 3, Episode 4, titled The Operation to Capture the Shield Hero. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host Jordo and here with me as always is my co-host and kin, the baby brother Brennan, here to talk a little Shield Hero Season 3. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying this season so far. I'm uh, still on the fence I think. This episode definitely helped but Brennan what did you think of this episode? Uh, it ended up being pretty decent i guess i was they're bringing back this all the shit we liked from season one (laughs) i don't know about that i just there's a lot of shit i thought was stupid (laughs) but some (laughs) it it led to the stupid stuff led to a cool a single cool scene i'll say but the rest was you know not that good but it's like at this point like I don't know if I'm like official, but I'm pretty close to an official hater of the show. <laughs> Which, <laughs> and we're doing a pod on it. Damn! After this, so you're. I, f- I would have thought that this episode would lead you a little further away from the hater territory. It did. Like I was, I was thinking it when a certain scene was happening. I was like, "This is so fucking dumb!" Like, really? And then what? Which scene? What immediately Which scene are you followed? talking about? So whenever mine or bitch or slut started teasing, not teasing Ren, but like, what do you call it? When you get someone wrapped around your finger, like persuading Ren to believe her. Oh, yeah. I was just like, manipulating. Like, he's literally seen this happen before. He knows she's a liar. Like, I get that he's like in a place mentally because his party died, but it's just like, really? We're doing this route again? And I've, we talked about that like early on that just when they're like, she's off over here. And we're like, really? Like, after all this time, they're just letting her run free, and she's still wreaking havoc. Yeah. It's just, it's an old trope. I mean, I get she's kind of like the villain, but she kind of got put in her place, and the waves are what to worry about, so I'm just like, she always just, I'm sure they're lining her up to maybe be a bigger villain. I don't know. Maybe from the other world, but right now, it's just like, dude, there's bigger things going on than, like, trying to fuck up the shield hero's life. I know, it's a... It's just, whenever there's, like, a, an antagonist as weak as bitch or slut or mine, we're going to go with, we'll call her mine just because I don't want to yeah. say bitch a thousand <laughs> times. But it's, like, literally everyone's life in this storyline, in this world, would be better if somebody would just kill her. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, she hasn't. She's an absolute anything. piece of crap. I mean, maybe she helped a little bit, like just killing some parts of the waves. But yeah, overall, like she's not helping anybody. If anything, she, any camaraderie the heroes could have had to to initially group up and be all cool with each other, she she fucked that up. 
and then yeah. now she's doing this and just feel like whenever he saw Ren in the tavern, he was being normal, you know, he was being Ren. Like, okay. He yeah, was always like, the most sound minded yeah, like, of the heroes. Let's talk. He was always the one that like treated it like a game. Like he thought he was cool, like slaying dragons and shit. But so does the bow hero. Like he was like saving villages, like out of slavery and stuff. And then they were, I don't know, out of slavery. Remember? Yeah. Uh, Mitsuki, like, did, he was going and like, he, like freed somebody, care of- but then it like actually made things worse for everybody, I guess. Well, he went and slayed that dragon, and then it was its corpse was rotting and well, that was Ren. all the food. Yeah, that was Ren, but Yitsuki, like freed a village from under the rulership, but they really didn't need to be freed, and they all ended up having famine because then they had no food. They were all, whenever all the heroes were doing stupid shit, basically, so. Yeah, treating it like an RPG. Yeah, so he's always been true to that, but I don't know. He just didn't seem like the type to fall for this, like after he's already seen her do it to him once and be around Moto Yasu, I would just be like, okay, you thought I was a true hero from the moment you saw me, then why didn't you come with me right away? Mm-hmm. Like, and then Duel, like, she's a whistleblower twice on a lie, too. Yeah, she... Like, come on, like, you already know it's... they proved now, Fumi, free, and then you rode around with Moto Yasu all the time, and now you're going to say that? She's a piece of crap. Yeah, piece she's, of a, work. she's a hateable character, always has been, so nothing new there. Just the plot line of her like affecting it is getting old. The confusing thing to me is that in the opening sequence, she's manipulating Itsuki, not Ren. So it's like Yeah, she's gonna run she's gonna run through Ren in the first I don't know how many episodes this is. The first half of the season. <laughs> Hopefully only twelve. And then she'll move to <laughs> Ren or Itsuki, I mean. Hmm. Shortly after, and then she'll like make her way through the heroes. Cause Ren, like we were saying, he's always been like the sound mind. And he was going to be. He was for a second. And then it's like, what the hell was she doing upstairs? Has he been traveling with her? But anyways, he'll probably come to his senses and then her last victim will be Itsuki and then the green haired girl from the Shield Hero Party will probably have something to do with Helping out that situation. Yeah, somebody just kill her. It's a simple solution. I mean, now for me, almost did. He said, "Shut up, or I'll kill you right here." Yeah, it's like, why not at that point? Just but... yeah, nobody. I mean, even the queen is gonna be like, "I understand." She was she was rotten, rotten to the core. I mean, I just it's cool forgiving or whatever after she went to trial, but let her live, but make her like under house arrest at least. You know, like. You're just going to put a slave crest on her, give her a bad name, and then let her do as she pleases? And, and clearly, the I mean, like, we learned at the beginning of this episode, the, the slave crest, for whatever reason, is being blocked by her. It's not working. Who, That's how she's able to tell a lie. Who's the slave is she to? To Melty? No, she's a slave to... The queen? Didn't the slave person put it on her? I know, but who's like the master? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Either way, at least keep her in close proximity. Like, you can live your life, but you should have to live it in, like, despair. Or, like, doing manual labor or something. Like, hitting stones with a pickaxe with a quota. <laughs> <laughs> something something difficult. She's just out doing whatever the heck she wants. Yeah, it just doesn't and make sense. And then she has the nerve to, like, to call Moto Yasu 
because he called her slut, which is like supposed to be her her legal name now. And Ren should know he, that. She twists that. Yeah, and and Ren still lets himself be manipulated. And she's like, see, he called me slut because he forced himself on me all that time. Called, he said he'd kill my dad if I didn't let him. Called him a bastard as soon as she said it. He, he was like, you bastard. It's like, dude, know. this is like her thing. The it was it was super satisfying though. At least whenever he breaks out his like super move, like literally his move to end all moves, Ren sends it point blank range indoors at Nafumi, and he just like blocks it like a BB gun. Like he just sends yeah, that thing that into the sky. That scene was cool, and that was like we're almost like had a slight redemption of the episode. I just don't like how it got there. Like I like the interaction, Ren getting mad, like mad to that point. But I almost feel like they could have got there with just like his anger that his party died, not that he got manipulated mm-hmm. into thinking that now Fumi was controlling the tortoise and Modiasu's bad. I don't know. It was cool. I like the argument between them and the intensity. Honestly, it was like a pretty cool scene. And then the fight, I just don't like that. Again, mine is the cause of it. I know. She's just too hateable to not for the the writer to not include her. But and it's like an annoying way. Like there's been like freaking Cersei Lannister is like one of the hateable characters, but it's like in a different way, I guess. Not in just like that's freaking annoying. Like because we don't. Still, why we they still let her know do her that? Motive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like it's an anime too, so it's not grounded. Like that show was like grounded. She wasn't just like flying through the air, or, like <laughs> getting away with. She was getting away with stuff that someone in her position could get away with. In this show, yeah. I feel like, it's like, dude, you done lost, like, been publicly shamed, been made a slave, and you're still out here just, like, wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Well, the episode starts with us learning Motoyasu, he's out looking for his comrades because they all allegedly got split up after the spirit tortoise fight. We also learn Bitch is somehow blocking her slave crest so they can't locate her. And we also learn that all of the Sword Heroes comrades are dead. And it's, cra- it's literally crazy that there's not, there was not a single person in his party that I remember or recall. Like they, I could have a lineup of like characters and I'd have no freaking idea yeah, <laughs> who, I don't think, who I the hell really was in Red's party. Either besides freaking, I knew they are all girls. Like, whenever yes. he was at the bread shop, I was like, I didn't, didn't know that was in his party. I thought the dude was just, like, down and out and needed some food. That's what I thought. I thought he was about to steal him a loaf of sourdough. You know like, obviously, if you ain't eating in a few days, the go-to is a loaf of bread. Uh-huh. <laughs> it did definitely look like he was window shopping, <laughs> shopping for some food. <laughs> but the queen, she needs now for me to convince the spear hero to help them since there isn't much time until the phoenix arrives. So, now for me, he's out on the balcony thinking about all the mean stuff he said to the other heroes, and he's like, shit, I was kind of mean to those guys. And then he also recalls what the heavenly foul queen said to him. She says that if the four cardinal heroes continue to fight, she'll have to kill all four of them. So that they can basically spawn new cardinal heroes that will actually work together. Yeah, but it's like, wouldn't the, the phoenix wave just fucking kill everybody? Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, and if, like why? If how, about, the how about everybody would just helps? The waves, then 
just kill the heroes every time and you, you're good. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of a plot hole because it's like you kill them, nobody's stopping the wave. If you can kill them, then why are you even even letting them try to stop the waves? Just kill the heroes every time or let them get as far as you <laughs> think they can and then kill them. I don't know. I mean, it'd be tough to kill them, but if she can, if she thinks she can kill all four, then and it'll stop the wave, do it. Yeah, maybe there is some level of like this world not being real. And like it's a test of the four heroes to like who comes out and gets to live or something because there were obviously past cardinal heroes, but that didn't necessarily reset the waves. And these four auspicious beasts that they're fighting, the Phoenix and whatever, like, so you're telling me this is the first time these people have ever awakened? Or is it just it reset every time four cardinal heroes get murdered? It is. It's all, that's the thing about this world is none of it really adds up. There's plot holes all over the damn place. They don't do, like, the show just warped him in episode one and was like, all right, pretty decent little setup. And then they're like, ah. Somewhere along the line, the writer's like, I don't really want to build the world. Let's just stop. Let's just not do any world building. He just, <laughs> like, at that point, he could have just been, like, all of them could have just been from that world. And, like, one day when they, you know, when the world chooses heroes, they were heroes. Like, all mm-hmm. that them coming from Earth did was make them be like, oh, I don't know how this world works, but it's also one of the worlds that, like, us, even, like, me and you, like, kind of know about, like, that time period. Like, the technology, what people fought with. Like, obviously, it'd be different, but it ain't like they got dropped into, like, some strange world that's not in the history books that they have no idea what's going on. Yep. That's, and that's, I right. think that's where they could be missing out, too. Like, let's get some breadcrumbs of why they got transported there, what this other world's about, what is it connected to Earth. Like, we've literally gotten nothing since they You're showed right. up there. That's the problem. And then, Season two, apparently there's heroes from the other world that are trying to come in this world and fuck shit up. That's and all that was know. a cool introduction, but yeah, they've got, you're right. That's what they're missing is they're, they're missing the world building. Like they're expanding the world, but they're not fucking explaining anything. Like why just, is Nafumi it's, here? It's not, a, it's not a weird world either. It's just like if an anime like took place in freaking the medieval times mm-hmm. or like an RPG, like you don't really need we don't really need to know, like, they don't even build on the political stuff, really. I mean, we know there's kingdoms and shit, and they're at odds. It's just such a weird, <laughs> weird show. <laughs> it's just like, now Fumi just does shit, like, just a back setting for him and his harem to, like, travel around and do shit. Yeah, and speaking of the, the harem, like, now Fumi has got to be the only main character in a show like this to not be a pervert. I like literally think about this show. If somebody was describing the plot of this show, ninety nine times out of a hundred, Nafumi's a pervert. But they decided to not make Nafumi a pervert. And honestly, I think it might be an improvement if he was a pervert. Like at least funny. there'd be some funny. It would, at least there'd be some funny shit going on. Yeah, it doesn't but like have very, if he's gonna a be a hard ass. Yeah, if he's going to be a hard ass and like not, you know, flirt with all these girls throwing himself at him, at least kill some people. Like kill mine. She's in your way constantly. She's just got in the way of Ren making a logical decision or I don't know, cut her hands off, make her pay. I mean, this girl just gets away with everything. 
And she did the exact same little face where she sticks out her tongue and pulls her eyelid down that she did to Naofumi season one. And man, that just brought the fire back in me. I'm like, man, this girl's got to go. She has got to go. Yeah, it's, um, just, it's just played out like it's... Yeah. She's kind of just like well, a reoccurring villain that's like, you don't... It's like, do you take her seriously? <laughs> nope. Like I said, I one don't. episode, it's like, not... It's Team Rocket-esque. It's not like fun, though, like Team Rocket, but it's just like, she just keeps showing up. And it's never like the end-all, be-all problem. It's just like a problem they, you know, chuck in there yeah. to, for him to deal with while he's dealing with the actual problem. Like well, on Team Rocket, they actually humanized him. Like, we fi- you find out, like, Jesse, he came from, like, piece-of-shit parents, like a really wealthy family, and all he wanted to do was, you know, not be wealthy and, like, go outside and play. You know, like, they had their backstories, and it, it humanized him. But, like, mine... It's like there's literally no roundness to her character. She was designed to just be an empty husk of a person that we're just supposed to hate with everything we have. And that's why it's just annoying because it's like yeah, I don't the, even the want, solution is easy. Let's get rid of her. I don't even want like a redemption arc. Like if someone was like, yo, I don't know if there's like manga. It's a light novel, but I don't know if there's anybody who's like, she's going to have like an Itachi arc. It's like, I don't even want her to have that. There's like literally (laughs) nothing she could do that would redeem her. Mm -mm. I mean, she could be like, yeah, I'm sorry I lied, but still, it's never going to make me. She's just ruining the show and the writing's ruining the show. (laughs) I'm I'm with you. But we do find out that the... Roast it too hard since I know people are listening to it, but... Yeah, and we're going to keep, keep watching. It's partly just because I've had a, a sour look on it for a little bit, like since season two and parts of season one, it hasn't really given me a reason to, I don't know, change my mind. Well, maybe it will one day. Well, let's talk about the murder clown. So she comes into the village, tries to get some food. Now if he's like, and who the hell are you? And she's like, my name is Sign. So it's S apostrophe Y N E. Do you think she's good or bad? I don't know. I just probably good. I don't usually make like the the younger character the younger characters bad. You know what I, I mean? Like the ones that are like Philo's age or Melty's mm-hmm. age, typically good. The weird part to me is that she tried, they were literally at at one point in this episode talking about how they need money to rebuild, and she tries to hand Naofumi a freaking bag of gold, and he's like, basically slaps it out of her hand, like, get that shit out of my face. I mean, I'd give her the food, give her the food for the money, and then turn her away. Give her the food, yeah, and then be like, now get out of my village, but at least take the bag of gold. This is only enough for half a bowl, too, this ain't enough. Yeah. The market dictates, and she ain't got no food nowhere else. Yeah, I don't think that she's bad, but I'm also at the point where I'm I'm a little bit like, man, I don't really care who this character is either. Like yeah, we I don't, don't need either. we don't need new characters. We've I've already got a ton of characters that I should probably remember, but I don't. Like the pink-haired knight, I don't remember her name at all. I don't remember her. I don't remember the I can't even think of the people from the other world that like he trained with, you no. know. Not at all. There's already enough <laughs> I only like, remember glass. irrelevant characters. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. They just keep throwing. I mean, they could be relevant, but they just keep throwing in characters that are like there for a little bit, and then you don't see them for so long. It's like, are they characters? How many do we know? And this murder clown girl, she, she, what she might be. So my theory that this is a video game because it keeps getting brought up. Maybe she is, and she's like dived in somehow, hacked because the way her voice you know, comes through like all like a hacker. That's kind of, that would be a kind of a cool theory is like, so like this is a game like world. In the game and they're like in the matrix Other people are playing or something. And they don't know it. Now Fumi yeah. and them or maybe now Fumi just doesn't and the other ones do. Yeah. Cause she did this really weird thing where she like, when she was leaving, you know, and movies will do that thing where you're walking away and you'll turn around one time to see and make sure they're not going to change their mind. This girl does it three times, which is too, too many. I don't know. I just don't think it wouldn't even be a good reveal if that was the case because they've literally dropped zero breadcrumbs through three seasons. Like, you got to start laying some shit. So, if they do reveal it, you can be like, oh, dang. Like, now it would just be like, oh. You just shoehorn <laughs> that in there. Like, they haven't really. I mean, that I've seen, and I, w- I don't watch the show the hardest of anybody, but there hasn't really been, like, a drop of, like, any type of knowledge or subtlety of this is what's going on with this world. This is why Nafumi's there. Like, nobody even yeah. asks him, like, no one's ever been like, hey, like, what was your world like? He's never been like, yeah, we had cell phones and shit. Like, we had these vehicles. Like, nobody there cares. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a theory, but yeah, it's probably not not happening. So we get to the part where Moto Yasu he finds Elena, the baker's daughter. She turns him away, and Naofumi meets up with Naofumi ends up finding Moto Yasu, and he freaking runs away, gets away. Everybody's got like teleportation. I thought that that was just the Shield Hero, but I guess they can all do it, and. We learned from Elena that basically everybody ditched Motoyasu whenever they realized he wasn't as strong as they thought he was when they fought the Spirit Tortoise, which is, I mean, talk about shitty comrades. I mean, yeah, he already like, got, they already knew he was weak when he got bodied by the Shield Hero. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, like I hated Motoyasu season one and in, you know, mostly season two as well, but. Definitely felt bad for him this episode. Like, I can tell he's going to have his redemption arc. Um, They find Ren. He's at the tavern. He's always the level-headed hero, and he was here at the beginning. And then, yeah, he he's fallen for the same crap that Moto Yasu fell for in mine. She changes his mind because he agreed to originally help Naofumi with the phoenix. He's like, yeah. Let's do it. And then mine comes down. She's like, no, don't listen to the shield demon, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then mine even hits Ren with the exact same line that Raftalia said to Nalfami after he did the rage shield thing to bring him back. Like, that's why he was like, it set Nalfami off. Cause she like verbatim line by line took what Raftalia said. She said, I care about you more than anyone. The entire world may call you a criminal, but I believe you. I believe you fought for the sake of the world. Even if you can't believe in anyone anymore, I believe in you. Like, what a <laughs> bitch. 
Uh, Moto Yasu comes in, and then she even starts lying about him, forcing himself on her. And yeah, like you said, immediately Ren's like, you bastard. <laughs> I know, that's and, when I was like, what the heck? <laughs> now Fumi says, I'm amazed it's possible for one human being to lie that much, bitch. Listen, Ren, think very carefully about who's more trustworthy, me or her. Ultimately, he chooses mine, sends his strongest attack at now for me. He blocks it with ease. And Ren is like, impossible. That's impossible. You've got to be cheating somehow. Because it's just a, I mean, I would feel pretty shitty if I sent my strongest attack thinking it's going to at least send a guy flying. And he just swats it away like a fly, sends it into space. Like he's... (laughs) That in that moment alone, he should have realized, like, ah, maybe I should go with this guy. He's pretty freaking strong. What, like, what purpose does he have to like manipulate people? He's got pure strength. Because mine was trying to say he was the one controlling the spirit tortoise and all this stuff. It's just freaking crazy that he's stupid enough to believe. But I don't think he does believe it. I think he's just not wanting to admit, like Nafumi said, that it's his fault his party got killed. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I mean, his mental state's probably pretty messed up, but still, that's not a hard one to, to dodge, or to know she's lying. Agreed. Like, literally, Philo, just say, just uh, say whatever, like, the shield hero was controlling the tortoise, he killed your comrades. Like, don't provide any evidence, don't ask an Alfumi, like, just be like, yep, I'm in, I'm on board. <laughs> that That checks yeah. out. freaking annoying so we get this part where philo she puts on this song and they play the whole damn song is that <laughs> so, the ending song is that the normal ending song or something it it is i believe it is the ending song um Modi also after watching this decides to dedicate the rest of his life to winning her hand in marriage even asks for her hand from Naofumi, calls him father scares the crap out of her that shit was it's, dumb like dumb man just so was like the fact that like i was like what is going on like now she's an idol like she's a chicken like now she's out here putting on a performance for the bar people for a bunch of creeps (laughs) i was like this like why is she singing and then they like they realize like this is fucking dumb like i mean the show has been going it's it's all about fan service like Uh i guess it's got some fans because it's it's going it's got for fan fans. Ser- it's going for fan service for sure with the ladies, the lady characters. Got- <laughs> but the fact that they knew that they're like, this is fucking dumb. This makes no sense. So they just throw in. Must be from when she was a fairy. Like she just picked up yeah. how to perform. <laughs> yeah. It's like who wrote the song? Who's playing the music in the background? Like, makes no sense unless it's a video game. I mean, it'd be one thing if she grabbed like a guitar and. <laughs> started plucking on some strings but damn just putting on a freaking idol performance yeah so it's looking like moto yasu is going to be joining their party because he's going to go where philo goes which i'm i'm fine with we need to tie up some hero loose ends like let's check the box of moto yasu he's in let's go get itsuki let's just freaking leave ren to to his solitude with mine or let's go kill mine either way is fine with me He'll come back around, or like, I just don't think the show will go there, but like some hero on hero violence. Maybe a hero kills a hero. Don't think it'll happen because I don't, I just, 
it hasn't been set up to be that type of show really but something like that could be cool that might be there i'd be down for that well next week's episode is episode five and the title is each of their paths no idea what that's going to be about but i'll be watching it and we'll be recording an episode on it so oh and sorry about this episode coming out late i know we said we'd release these mondays or tuesdays but tuesday was halloween this week so we figured we'd uh we just posted a day late so here it is for everybody hope you enjoy but brennan you have any other closing thoughts nope thanks for listening all right well i'm jordo brennan we are the evans bros also known as the casual anime fanatics thank you all for listening have a great week and as always peace out (laughs) 